This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Weekly Woman. I'm your host, Alice Cash, and we're still in quarantine. What are you guys doing for fun right now? I could use a little help. I'm feeling just so lethargic and unenthused about everything. Maybe just the weight of 2020 is hitting me again, but also my period is here and it just will not go away. I've had a lot of free time during COVID, so I've been really analyzing my period a lot. I mean, what else am I doing? I work for an amazing women's health company that truly cares about me and my health. One thing I've noticed is that my period has gone a little haywire during COVID. There are a lot more outside stresses than usual happening. And so my Jubilance for PMS, the supplement that helps me with my stresses and anxieties during that time in the month, has been a lifesaver. I don't think I could deal if I were this stressed out about COVID, the California forest fires, the political and social unrest, and my period. Today, we're really diving into stress with an anxiety expert. She gave me some techniques to help on those days when I'm done with my PMS and the stresses are still a little bit unmanageable. She's truly a gem, and I can't wait for you to hear more from her. Stephanie D'Alfonso is a coach helping women uncover and heal the stuff in their past they don't even know that has been holding them back. She helps women fight anxiety and stress and recently released her book, Goodbye Anxiety, Hello Freedom, How to Build Resilience and Overcome Anxiety, which we definitely all need, especially right now. (laughs) Yes. I took a class with Stephanie and I was able to apply her ideas right after. My boyfriend and I missed our train upstate and instead of yelling at him for dawdling, I was able to use her techniques to stay calm and control my emotions, which is why I'm so excited to have her on today. But Stephanie is a woman of many careers and talents. Her first career was in the 80s and 90s as a celebrity DJ, Stevie Knox, in Florida. She then opened a hypnosis office, which she operated for over 10 years, and now she's helping women with anxiety. We're so excited to have you on today. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love that you took something from the class and immediately applied it. That is like, that is my greatest joy is when, oh, okay, let me take this and apply it immediately instead of, I talk about self-help, shelf help, because we get all these books and, and programs and then we put them on our saggy shelves and don't do anything and then wonder why nothing changes. Yeah. Well, I loved what you were saying because you had all these quick tips to apply that day. Um, Like the square breathing. I've been doing that whenever I've felt anxiety and no one knows that I'm doing it. Right. Just for me. And the square breathing, or other people might have heard it as box breathing, is hands down one of my clients' favorites. Like so many people go, oh yeah, that's my favorite. And my husband heard me uh, saying that on a podcast one time and he goes, you know, that's my favorite breathing technique too. (laughs) Amazing. So if I can, if I can, let me just guide your listeners through it right now so they can experience it. Okay. It's so simple. You can trace a square on your leg or in the air or on the table in front of you. And we're just going to go around a square box and then don't do it this time. Uh, let me explain it and then I'll guide you through it. Uh, you inhale two, three, four, hold two, 
three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. And the hold is the key. The hold is what helps stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest, digest, and relax system. That's the one we want to keep activating over and over and over again. I used to say many times a day, but in the state of the world that we're living in now, we need to activate that several times an hour, right? So let's do a couple rounds, okay? Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. And then let your breath come back to its natural rhythm. And when you watch this video later, I want you to see what transpired in your face. You just immediately shifted into bliss. Oh. And when we can experience that in the midst of this insane times we're living in, like that's, first of all, that helps us stay healthy. And after what you went through, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'm outing you in, you know, oh, you no. I cut this out. Our, our listeners okay. about my time with COVID. Yeah. So, you know, you more than any of us realize how incredibly important it is to, you know, be doing everything we can to be healthy and stress causes dis-ease right? Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard it that way? Dis-ease, no, right? Right. But when you think about it, it's dis-ease in your physical body, right? So we want to be interrupting that. That's why I have 35 different techniques in my book, Goodbye Anxiety, Hello Freedom, not because you have to learn all of them, but because when you find three or four that really work for you, you are so much more likely to continue to do them again and again and again and again. Um, if I said, I talked to a reporter a couple of weeks ago um, about um, people starting um, a yoga practice or a Tai Chi practice or meditation practice now. And I am on my mat every single day. I'm a devout yogi. I'm also a certified yoga teacher among the many cool. hats that I wear. Um, I know I, yoga is what is getting me through these times. Um, but so and I said, you know what, if somebody doesn't have a practice in place, asking them to commit to a one hour yoga class or a one hour Tai Chi class is too big a reach. Yeah, that could be a lot. Right. So, oh, okay. If we can do square breathing and that takes what, maybe a minute, um, you're much more likely to do it. Thank you so much for guiding us through with that. How did you come to be be an anxiety and stress coach where where did that figure in okay so um halfway the first half of my life i thought it was normal to wear my shoulders like earrings you know up at my ears and to constantly worry about everything oh my gosh oh my gosh not just worrying about everything but worrying about everything to the absolute worst possible uh, outcome. And, you know, my husband, when my kids were little, uh, my husband traveled a lot. He, you know, oh my gosh, 
what, what if the plane crashes? Oh my gosh. And he dies. And then what am I going to do? And what if, what, like, this is how, this is what I thought was normal until, um, you know, you mentioned my radio career. My last job was doing the morning show out in uh, Portland, Oregon. And I developed incredible insomnia. You know, I had two small kids. My son was still in diapers. Um, I was getting up at 3.30 in the morning, and one day I just lost it. Everything was just, you know, ah, it, anything would set me off. And I found myself in my kitchen smashing the bag of Cheetos as my kids were like, oh, my gosh, mommy, please stop, because this was treasured junk food for them. And so I was like, okay, uh, I need help here. And I went to the doctor, got medication for the insomnia, and the doctor said, well, you know, the insomnia is connected to the anxiety. And I was like, what? I did not know I had struggled with anxiety my entire life. Wow. So I got medication and it worked for a short time and then it stopped. So I started researching all things anxiety and this was back in the mid nineties. So there wasn't a lot of research and I, Google wasn't even around yet, you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> right? right? You're like, you're, you're my kid's age. So yeah. Yeah, you know, you library. Known, right. And you've not known a world without Google, right? Yeah. It's always even, even at the library you type in where is this book? We don't go through the like index of cards. Right, right. But so I was going and there really wasn't a lot of research. But I um I I stumbled upon. I have a really wonderful knack of just living in the moment so that things come to me when I need them. Uh, I stumbled upon EFT, which is emotional freedom techniques or tapping. Uh -huh. And it's an energy technique where you tap on specific points of your body and um, it helps to uh, take away cravings. It helps to take away stress and anxiety. It is an uh -huh. amazing, amazing technique. Um, you know, Gary Craig was first rolling that out when I, right when I was having this, you know, anxiety meltdown and God, I learned that it could help me sleep. It could learn to help me calm down. So, um, that was the end of my radio career, uh, because then we moved cross country to Connecticut where I live now. And, uh, I'm about an outside, uh, hour and a half outside New York city. So Great. here I was this, you know, big shot, uh, celebrity radio DJ and I landed in this you know podunk town in Connecticut where you know they paid a minimum wage um to to be on the radio or I could have somebody else raise my kids and and get a job in New York City and I was like no my family came first so um I was doing this you know this uh, EFT tapping and I'm trying to tell everybody you know oh my gosh here's this eyes are glazing over like what are you on right so then um my husband got sick and he went into liver failure 12 to 15 times uh before he had a thankful successful liver transplant um but again now i'm worried like oh my gosh what if he dies and i don't have a career and what am i going to do with these kids so oh i can go to school to be a life coach on the computer and you know again you don't understand this alice because it's you know you've never known a world without that but that was cutting edge technology <laughs> back then um so i started going to school uh to be a life coach and um i i saw that in the eft world a lot of people who were in eft were also in hypnosis and so i got curious and i went and trained with a brilliant woman in new york city um, and became a certified hypnotist and i was astounded day one like 
change can happen like that. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. I felt like, you know, this, the heavens had opened and I finally knew what my purpose in life was. So um, I call myself an integrative hypnotist because um, I use hypnosis, but I use so many different modalities. I had kind of have my own little secret sauce now, um, you know, where it's not like when I trained with her, she said, you know, you're going to find out that most hypnotists are reading from a script, but uh-huh. They have the paper inside a, a, a page protector so you don't hear when they turn it over. <laughs> and she said, I'm not going to teach you that way because one size doesn't fit all. Mm-hmm. And your client is going to give you everything you need for the script. And so I like, I know how to draw out what is going to, you know, what is going to help us get to the root cause of whatever the issue is. Um, I've got uh, currently working with two golfers and um, uh, somebody for uh, emotional eating, somebody for uh, fear of highway driving. And so like, all right, so I've got two golfers at the same time. If I read the same script to them, it might help them, but they're each of their issues is going to be something else. So, um, so I, before I was done with my hypnosis practice, she'd never seen somebody do this. I was like, Oh, I knew what I, I knew what I was supposed to do in life. I'd rented an office. I had a website. Again, this was back in 2004. Ah. So, you know, oh, I had a website. <laughs> I had brochures and business cards, which, you know, that was the old school way of doing it back then. And I didn't look back. And so I like, literally, I just like, whew, and I was in the black from the beginning um, because I knew what I, I knew that this was what I was supposed to do um, long before Anybody was talking about the law of attraction. When I was 14 years old, I knew I was going to be a celebrity radio DJ. And you might not even know what this is, Alice. Do you know what hitchhiking is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, not many people do it anymore. So I don't know, you know, but so yes, back in the 70s. I was 14 years old. I would hitchhike. We lived in the country. I would hitchhike to the train station to take a train to downtown Philadelphia and go hang out in the radio station with the DJs. Wow. So, you know, I made it happen, right? So then I, you know, really have the skies open up and tell me, yes, I have really found what I'm meant to be doing in this lifetime with hypnosis. I open a, a practice and the clients came. Can so, you explain to me what hypnosis is? I think for me, I really know it from like cartoons and this like clock that's going back and forth. What is hypnosis and right. what is it for our viewers? And so guess what? You've been in hypnosis many times in your lifetime. What? Yes. What <laughs> we all are in and out of hypnosis all the time because it is simply a focused state of attention, a focused state of awareness. Now, with your theater background, Mm -hmm. you'll understand this. When you're in a movie theater or you're in a theater theater with live actors Mm -hmm. and they want you to cry, you start tearing up, or they want you to jump and you jump in your seat. For that moment in time, you're in the moment. You are so focused on what's going on that you are not aware that you're in a movie theater or in a theater theater, right? And so- um, It's always our goal as an artist to create that moment. Yes, yes. And it's hypnosis. 
right? Um, if you've ever been driving somewhere and you get there and you don't remember the drive, uh -huh. it's called highway hypnosis. Oh, and when my daughter was 16 years old, she came home from driver's ed one night going, mom, we talked about highway hypnosis tonight. And so what it means is, you know, you're not falling asleep. A lot of people, you know, think you go under when you're in hypnosis and it's not that at all. It's that we're accessing the subconscious mind, which is where our power is. Our conscious mind is about 10% of our brain, 90% is the subconscious mind. So when we are driving somewhere, say we're driving to work and we get there and we don't remember the drive, it was because our conscious mind was off chewing over the fight that you had with so-and-so last night. And wow. your subconscious mind, which is always on, has you driving safely. Wow, that's so interesting. That happens to me all the time. Okay, so yeah, yeah so it's, you know, again, there's so many misconceptions because, you know, all the stuff on TV and movies, it's meant to be entertainment and stage hypnosis, you know, it's meant to be entertainment. Um, and, you know, thankfully for the stage hypnotists, because there was a period of time where, where um, there was such a backlash against hypnosis, this was, you know, years and years back, uh, uh -huh. the stage hypnotists are the ones who kept it still going until it could come back into you know into a resurgence wow and i i was trained as a stage hypnotist but huh. i was like that's not me you know i don't want to just make people you know laugh and have fun um i i'm here to make a difference in the world and you know i truly believe you know the fact that i wrote this book two and a half years ago and i told you before we started recording that from i heard a whisper in january of 2018 write the book and from that whisper until the publication date was 60 days. Like that's unheard of. That's insane. Yeah. Right. How do you get a book out in 60 days? And you know what? I can't even tell you because I look back on that now and I'm like, how did I do that? But I believe in divine guidance. And so, you know, I know to hear that whisper. Now, it's so interesting that um, a year before that whisper, I had seen a targeted Facebook ad and the tagline was goodbye anxiety, hello freedom. And I was like, that's a great URL. And so I had bought the URL. Wow. Um, yeah. And then a year <laughs> later. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS. It's a daily supplement that helps you be you. Jubilance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of PMS. That means less stress, anxiety, and more of getting back to your life. You deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed studies, and it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. Jubilance isn't just a product. It's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilance Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. And 
since you are into like stress and anxiety, what can we be doing now? We need to read your book, obviously. Yes, um, which is available on Amazon. Perfect. So the book is intentionally thin. It's like a hundred pages and that's it. Because if you weren't stressed and anxious before now, you are now. There was, um, this was just oh, so sad for me to see this, that Express Scripts said that prescriptions for anti-anxiety medication rose 34.1% in one month. And that was mid-February to mid-March. And here we are now in July, and it's only gotten worse and worse. So if I hand you a 400-page book on how to you know, say goodbye anxiety, hello freedom, you're going to freak out, right? But if, yeah. I, if I pull out this thin book and say, hey, guess what? I only want you to read the very first two short, short chapters and then peruse the rest of the book because the techniques are in alphabetical order specifically so you don't have to read the whole book, right? I want you to just peruse through the book and find a couple of things. What's right right now? What's that about? Well, Alice, what's right right now? Huh? No, what's oh, right right like now? like actually asking? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm with my boyfriend. We were apart for so long because I was so sick. And yeah. then also I like left for California because I was really scared of the city. But I've come back to New York and it feels a lot safer. I have a lot less anxiety about being here because everyone is taking it seriously and wearing masks. So I think that's what's right right now is getting back into my routine of life in New York. Yes. And so that's one of the techniques. And you can actually do this with your boyfriend. Hey, what's right right now? I'm healthy. I'm safe. I have food in the pantry. And this is something I want your, your viewers to understand that you can do this with your girlfriends. You can do this with family members. If you have kids, play this game with the kids because it's so easy. Um, it, it goes hand in hand. Again, this is one of the techniques for my book. Another one is to take a digital timeout. We're on our phones and our computers all the time now and bombarded with, you know, every day they're saying it's even worse every day. It's worse and worse and worse. And so when we're constantly connected to that, um, we have to take a break from it. So, okay, wait, wait, what's right right now? I'm having a great conversation with you and I'm healthy and my dog is here snoring and, (laughs) you know, I have food in the pantry. So um, when we can start the, the, overall principle that I would really love your viewers to understand is however you do it, you need to find times to take breaks from the stress and anxiety. Our hearts take a rest between every beat, right? So think about that. Our hearts beat and rest and beat and rest. And collectively, globally, it's as if we all have our foot on the accelerator for the sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight, flight, or freeze, which I think, um, you know, most people say fight or flight, but I really have been emphasizing the freeze because I think mid-March, you were really at the beginning of, of the wave in, um, in our country and in our, our city. Um, but mid-March, I think is when collectively, whether I don't know if it was just as us as Americans or if it was more global, but into that freeze mode and, uh, you know, people just, I think in our 
part in the Northeast, you know, I think that we started to uh, breathe a little sigh of relief. And then we started seeing what's happening in the rest of the country uh, in horror and, you know, aghast. And um, people have gone back into that. And so it's so, so important. And, you know, again, I could have never realized when I wrote that book how desperately we would need it today. So, you know, it's, I'm not trying to hawk my book and, you know, I'm certainly not going to get wealthy, you know, selling a paperback book on Amazon. Um, but people need this. They need this. So, um, you know, again, I'm not trying to like pump up the, um, the no, sales. Your but techniques were so useful and so helpful. It's something that we all need. And I think you're right. Like this is all these tips for anxiety and stress are particularly at play right now in our country. Yeah. Well, and one of my, um, one of my current clients, um, her friend mailed her a copy of my book and then that's how she came to work with me. Um, so, right. And so, um, the thing that you don't know about the book is I have an initiative that for every book I sell, um, every paperback I sell, I donate one to a school or organization that will teach emotional skills to kids. Because long before COVID, I had been saying for years and years and years, and long before I read the book, wrote the book, was um, we need to be teaching kids these skills. We don't teach them how to manage their emotions. And we need to. And I was saying this long before COVID, and then COVID hit, and kids are home with their parents who are trying, newly trying to work from home and, and homeschool their kids at the same time. Every, the whole family is stressed. And most of the techniques in the book are simple enough to teach a six-year-old. That's, that's great. Oh, that's wonderful that you're donating some of those books. Well, it's, you know, it's in the model of Tom's Shoes and Bomba Socks. And, you know, oh, all right. So Tom's Shoes, um, oh my gosh, you have to go look this up. You're going to okay. fall in love with them and with Bomba Socks. They, they have this, we sell one, we donate one. Um, uh, Tom's Shoes is, you know, they're donating shoes to um, people. Oh, in, the shoes. Okay. Right. I thought it was an, another book. I was like, oh, I don't know this book. No, no, no. And then yeah. Bomba's Socks. Oh, and so, I didn't know they did that too. Yeah, That's they do. Really cool. Yeah, and so yeah. it's you know it's I think that you know when we receive a lot, we need to share that, and you know that's just who I am. It's you know, yeah. So you've had your hand in so many different aspects and like parts of the world. What is next for you? What's 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 next after COVID? So. Um, I think I would like to hope that I become, you know, and this is what I'm working toward, that um, I become uh, a recognized thought leader um, because, you know, you know from the, the uh, class that you took with me, uh, I, am, I am a teacher at heart, right? And that I really believe that I, my entire life has been prepping me to be a leader in this moment, to shine the light and uh, shine the light on hope and possibilities and that we can not just survive COVID, but we can thrive through it. Um, so uh, if any of your uh, listeners, your viewers uh, could bring me into their companies to, you know, uh, I'm in negotiation with a company right now from somebody who had been on my, uh, my class wow. uh, to go in and teach their employees uh, these, because as a culture, if an entire team is on the same page and, you know, I teach, you know, a handful of different techniques. And can you imagine 
if you start a meeting, first of all, if you've got leaders from the top down in on this, right? Okay, let's, let's start by going around, going around the table in the old days, going around the screen yeah, uh, those days. Um, and everybody say, what's right right now? Get everybody focused on what's right right now instead of panicking because, oh my gosh, I'm going to be called back and I don't have an assigned desk and who's going to have been sitting at that desk and, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to use the public restroom. And, you know, instead of starting out with that energy, if you as a group start out with, okay, let's do square breathing or let's do what's right right now, or um, I don't have a, a little Zen chime, but you know, let's just start with a Zen chime. Uh-huh. It's going to set the tone for something so different, right? Uh, another one of, uh, I talk so much about this is gratitude, right? To really come to, you know, that's part of what, what's right now, you know, what's right right now is for gratitude. Because when we feel gratitude, um, Sean Acor is a happiness researcher. Like that's his job. Isn't that cool? cool? Yeah. He has shown, he's done research and proven that when we experience gratitude, we get our bodies to produce the happy hormones, serotonin and dopamine, which are what's found synthetically in certain medications that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Right. So um, get up in the morning, right in your journal. And I'm talking hand, right? Not on a screen. Uh, It wires it in our brain a different way. I'm so old school, but um, I've got the research to back it (laughs) up now. Perfect. So write down, I write, thank you with one exclamation point. Thank you. Two exclamation points. Thank you. Three exclamation points. And then I'm so grateful for, and the three things that I'm grateful for. And some mornings it's gonna be, well, I'm grateful I remember to brush my teeth last night and that's okay. It's building that habit so that you build that gratitude habit. Um, Neuroscientists talk about neurons that wire together, fire together. And my eyes used to glaze over, but now I like really geeky about this because I get it. Um, So when we have an experience, a certain, neurons wire off together. When we have the similar experience, same thing happens. And again, and again, and again. And so that's great when we're learning something new, when we're learning um, how to play an instrument or how to play a, a sport. It's great for that. However, when we experience trauma, whether it's capital T trauma or small t trauma, that same thing happens over and over and over again. And so that's why like this person I'm working with, the fear of highway driving, I will guarantee that when I get to the root cause, it's going to be something from her childhood that's very insignificant. You know, one person years ago was, um, they were in the backseat of their parents' car, um, like five years old, and the father had a panic attack and had to pull over and switch seats with the mother. And then so the mother continued to drive. Well, that series of neurons kept firing off and firing off until they couldn't drive anymore. And so, yeah. So we want to start building up these new neural pathways of gratitude so that rather than, oh my gosh, I, you know, oh my gosh, it's even worse today, even worse today. We start firing off. Oh, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. And then it's training us to look for gratitude. That's wonderful. That's something I definitely need to do and implement. And I love that idea of like doing it every day. Yeah. um, To get into that habit. Yeah. Um, 
So Stephanie, how can people get in contact with you so they can find your book on Amazon and then mm-hmm. you also have an amazing website. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's my name, <laughs> stephaniedelfonso.com. Um, also look at sheconquersfear.com. Oh. It is, it is a picture says a thousand words. It's the pictures of uh, 19-year-old Sarah, who had a crippling fear of flying. And you'll see on this page, there's a picture of her co-piloting a small plane. There's a picture of her skydiving out of an airplane. And Sarah, who I think when we worked together, she was at NYU, and I think she had a, you know, like a business major or something. Oh, she went on to create her own very successful business as the five foot traveler. She's traveled all seven continents, over 140 countries. And you will see on her, her homepage, that's the She Conquers Fear is mine. On her homepage of her website, she says, I had a crippling fear of flying. Wow. And then um, I just wow. updated the page the other day um, because I checked in with her in mid-March you know, as COVID swept the globe, I checked in with her to see how she was doing because she was quarantined in Norway. And I know there are worse places to be quarantined, but to be quarantined half a world away from your family. um, So she was quarantined there. The flights kept getting canceled. Uh, She was quarantined for 14 days when she got back home before she could go to her family. And I checked in with her and I said, you know, how are you holding up? And she goes, I'm doing well because I'm still using the techniques that you shared with me all those years ago. And so I share that with you and your viewers to understand that this is not do the square breathing once and you're going to have this wonderful balance. It's not going to happen, right? (laughs) It is not going to happen. Do I do my practices every single day? Yes. And that's why I am, you know, I, I have had three bad days. Uh, we're in, in what, month four? I'm losing track of all this. I've had three bad days since March. Wow. That's it, I, right? I need to work on that. <laughs> well, and you know what? Um, I know, you know, you're probably still somewhat in recovery mode because that was just such a horrendous toll on you physically, and I'm sure emotionally as well. Uh, But something I noticed was the three bad days that I had, I wasn't moving my body as much. And so that is something for all of us to take note of. Um, Oh, I'm blanking on the, the, uh, the name, Uh, the, the Latin root for emotion, whatever it is, means energy in motion. And so when, when we are not moving our bodies, our emotions get stuck. So whether it's walking in place, walking around your apartment, you know, getting up to stretch every, you know, couple of times an hour, it is absolutely crucial for us to keep our bodies in motion to keep our, our emotions flowing. That makes sense. My boyfriend and I bought a stationary bike at the start of March or whenever I got better and like we do it every day and like you can tell if you don't do it that day like I feel like so much more anxious and stressed. Right right and so I would encourage all of your viewers to just you know start where you are don't if you don't have any motion going on don't say I'm gonna exercise my body for an hour you know and that's not gonna happen right (laughs) okay um, I can do five minutes 
Mm-hmm. I can walk in place for five minutes. I mean, I'm blessed. I live out, I live out, it's not necessarily the country, but it's beyond the suburbs. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a beautiful reservoir that I live one house away from. Wow. So I can go up there and walk up Lovely. there as much as I want. Um, and, you know, there's lots of space, so I don't have to wear the mask the whole time. And I realize I, I am very, very blessed for that. I'm very, very grateful for that. But um, when it first started, I wasn't getting up to the reservoir as much, but I would, and I started tracking my steps on my phone and I would just stand in place and walk in place. And my husband was like, well, you know, that, that's not the same. Well, yeah, it is. You're still moving your body. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Is there anything else you'd like to add to our listeners today? Just start where you are. Start where you are without judgment, without, you know, beating yourself up. Just, ooh, what's one thing, just one thing I can implement to start moving on the path to more emotional balance, more emotional freedom. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for being on today. Thank you, Alice. This was a really lovely conversation. Mm -hmm. 